your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. Have you noticed something different with this show? No, it didn't get a new design. No, it's not longer. No, it didn't get a new haircut. Oh, that's right. We're back to Monday, everybody. That's right. I did another crossover. This time it's going to be a two-parter with Adam Danker of Locked On Lightning. And we basically discussed our reactions to the Stanley Cup. We're talking about the draft. We're talking about all sorts of things because... Tomorrow is going to be the NHL draft, and we also, since we did talk about the draft, as I did mention, I didn't want to post that episode on Wednesday after the draft because, you know, you probably need to hear a reaction video from me, and that'll just be procrastinating, and you guys don't deserve that. You don't deserve uh, me being lazy in that case, so I decided to pull a few strings. I finally got the studio during the weekend, so that way I could post on a Monday. That's right. That's how much I care about you guys, but... Uh, probably the week after, we'll probably convert back to Tuesday through Saturday, but, you know, things can change, I don't, that's up in the air until the time being, so if you hadn't checked out me and Adam's, uh, crossover, I believe a week and a half ago, we talked about Game 1 reactions from the Stanley Cup Finals, in which the Lightning dropped their first game to the Dallas Stars, I gave them some hope, I just said, listen, the Lightning were probably just a little fatigued, I bet they win Game 2, they win Game 2, and then they end up winning the series, the rest is history, you don't need me to give you a rundown of it, because, yeah, that that that's what happened, they won the series, and I told them, hey man, I'm your good luck charm, so, yeah, we did another crossover, and what did we talk about in this episode, yeah, we're talking about the draft, we're talking about EA Sports, we're talking about reactions in general to the Stanley Cup Finals, we're talking about a whole array of things, so, this is gonna be split up into two parts, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this already or not, but anyway, yeah, get excited for that, so, Episode today, Monday, episode tomorrow, Tuesday, and probably a reaction video on Wednesday of the NHL Draft. Whether the New Jersey Devils disappoint me, surprise me, uh, keep me content, whatever the case might be, you guys are going to hear a reaction video. Uh, or maybe another crossover with my fellow Lockdown host. Maybe we'll do another roundtable of our surprise selections. But anyway, that's up in the air. I have so much on the table because I have a line of guest stars. I have a line of ideas for the draft free agency, uh, trades. Definitely, if a trade goes through, we're definitely going to have to do a crossover with that respective team and get our reactions. But anyway, that that's uh, in the future, but this is now. So uh, we're going to bring Adam in in a second to do our crossover. But first, I need to inform you guys something really important. All right, listeners, let me level with you for a second. Talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, oh, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it all together with excuses like, I had a long day at work or sorry honey I'm not just feeling it Uh, I'm watching the New Jersey Devils game Uh, can we just cuddle instead but with Roman it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication it's simple safe and totally discreet with Roman you could get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED 
all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. How do I get started, you might be asking? Well, it's simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be so tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Again, go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off of your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. You know how we do it on this show. Usually I repeat my advertisement so that way you don't have to rewind it and so that way you get the point. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. I have two instances that I need to share with you guys. One, I come from a big family. And two, I am in college and I am broke. So sometimes when you're looking for something to eat, you just don't know what you want. Sometimes you want Chinese. Sometimes you want pizza. Sometimes you want Froyo. Sometimes you want this restaurant. Sometimes they want the other restaurant. And sometimes when I'm in my college campus dorm, I don't know what I want to eat. And I just don't feel like leaving because I got to stay in my dorm and study. Thanks to a lot, teachers. But you know something? I need food. So what do I? I do I use DoorDash because with DoorDash there's always something for everyone now for some of you that might not know DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door ordering is easy open the DoorDash app choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting with over 300,000 partners in the US Puerto Rico Canada and Australia you can support your local go-to's or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle Wendy's and the Cheesecake Factory mmm that all sounds pretty good right now many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery just open the doordash app select your favorite local restaurant and your food will be left right at your door doordash deliveries are now contactless to keep the community we operate in safe fashion and i'm about to make an offer that you can't refuse yes you yes you right now our listeners can get five dollars off and zero delivery fees on their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the doordash app and enter the code locked on nhl that's right five dollars off your first order and zero delivery fees when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter the code locked on nhl don't forget that's the code locked on nhl for five dollars off your first order with doordash there we go i've repeated it like three times so that way you don't forget get the doordash app and order right away i'm about to order me a burger after this all right you've heard me talk long enough so let's bring adam danker back in from locked on lightning the champion tampa bay lightning that has a nice ring to it Literally. So let's bring him back in and let's give our initial thoughts. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one one-stop shop for your 2020 Stanley Cup champions. I'm your host, Adam Danker, a very special guest on today's show. We're going to get right to it. Uh, he's been on the show before. Uh, he's one of the most uh, very enjoyable hosts that we have on here. All of our hosts on the NHL are very enjoyable, but his stuff, I really love listening to it. And it's Trey Matthews from Locked On Devils. Trey, how are we doing today? I am doing great. How about yourself, Adam? Uh, I am in a lot better mood than what I was last time we spoke, maybe a week or so ago. Uh, obviously, it's no, no secret now, um, especially after yesterday's shenanigans during the parade, but my Tampa Bay Lightning are the champions of the National Hockey League. And even as I still say it right now in this second, I, I still can't believe it. it it's, it's amazing. I, I mean... Just we'll get into it in just a little bit, but yeah, it's it's unbelievable. After everything that's gone on in the last year and a half, um, it, it, it's still very fresh, and it's still gonna gonna take some more time getting used to saying those words. 
Yeah, 2020 uh, Stanley Cup champions. It does have a nice ring to it because if anyone knows, 2020 has been very hectic. So uh, if it's any consolation to you, at least your team won the championship. We've, we've dealt with so much and, you know, there was a lot of confusion and uncertainty. But uh, now that we're here, uh, well, now that you guys are here, we're, I'm not I'm not here. I'm I'm. I'm my, my team is nowhere close to, to uh, Stanley Cup contention. But you, now that you guys are here and you defeated Lindy Ruff's old team, I'm really satisfied. I'm really happy for you guys. So Tampa Bay Lightning, your 2020 uh, NHL champions, does have a nice ring to it. You guys have been through so much. Uh, some of your guys' games have been the most memorable. Uh, there's just so much that happened. Uh, people were expecting Boston to beat you guys, and you you guys upset them. Uh, well, technically, you were the second seed, and you were they were the one seed. But still, just mm-hmm. so much happened for you guys, and um, I'm glad that you guys are the Stanley Cup Finals champions. Yeah, it's it's it just hasn't hit me until now that it's kind of ironic that a team from the new and epicenter of the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic is now the Stanley Cup champions. Uh, I just realized that now and. Um, I, it didn't even really uh, ring yesterday during the whole shenanigans. I don't know if you caught any of the parade yesterday, but it was probably one of the more wild uh, celebration champion Stanley Cup parades that I've seen in recent memory. Um, I thought that OV and the Capitol shenanigans in Vegas a couple of years back was crazy, but uh, I think that from now on we should just have boat parades. I mean, that... They, there's so many, so much room for possibilities and craziness. I mean, Alex Korn just riding around on a ski do, a sea do uh, with the Stanley Cup. Uh, Braden Coburn just disrobing into his boxers and jumping in the river at one point. Uh, the list goes on. Uh, you know, something that we you really don't want to see, but wasn't really that surprised about. But uh, that the fans even getting in on the action and drinking from the Stanley Cup itself, which is like. At the same time, you're a little, you know, you're a little concerned about that area in the next coming days. But at the same time, I mean, that's that's definitely a dream, and probably at, at least for me, number one on my sports bucket list. Um, but yeah, I, I it's insane. I I couldn't have asked for a better way to end the season, of course. And I mean, this whole parade business was insane. I mean, Pat Maroon, I think, is a living meme now. I think we could both agree on that after just the ridiculous speech he just gave at the, did you happen to catch any of it? I heard about it. I saw that it was trending on Twitter, but uh, I, what did he say specifically? Uh, He basically was wearing no shirt. He had a a Stanley cup scarf on and he had like one of those, I want to say like Tommy Bahama beach hats on and he had sunglasses on. Mind you, it's like nighttime. Um, and he goes up to the podium and he just takes a long pause uh, and he just says, I'm not really entirely sure why I'm up here. Um, you know, and then he starts naming off players from the team. And then um, I, he basically, you know, just says two years in a row and, you know, and then the team swarms him. And it was a really nice moment. Um, one of my favorite moments as well has just been the repeated photo bombs from Kucherov. Uh, one of the most, Notable ones that I saw was uh, they had they were interviewing the owner, uh, Mr. Vinick, on s- numerous occasions throughout the day, and every time he had an interview, uh, Kucherov would come right behind him and you know start cheering and or you know hug him or make him chug a beer or something. It was it was always something with Kucherov. Um, he was 
I've never seen him really get that crazy before, really show that much emotion. But obviously, you know, when the bubbly's flowing, uh, anything's, uh, anything's on the, all the cards are on the table at that point. But uh, I mean, I haven't, I didn't even realize how crazy it was. Um, you know, sometimes, obviously, when your team doesn't win it, uh, you you kind of tune out those things. They were on Jimmy Fallon right after the you know the game ended. Um, that dropped yesterday. Uh, just so much stuff. I mean, these guys must be tired. They went golfing today. Uh, there was a video of Alex Kalorn lo- losing a bet to Pat Bruin on the course, ended up jumping uh, into the lake of the golf course. Um, it's absolutely pandemonium down there in Tampa, and it, and I feel like there's no limit to what these guys are end up going to end up doing. <laughs> Well, I have a response for everything you just listed. So uh, a couple of years ago, I actually went to a championship parade because I'm from Philadelphia. And when the Philadelphia right. Eagles uh, won the Super Bowl, I actually went to the, the parade. They actually had to uh, shut down schools uh, that day. So like, I, it was on a weekday. And uh, obviously with the amount of people there, uh, they, they had to shut it down. So uh, those parades can get intense. They're a lot of fun. I am so glad I, I went. It's one of the best experiences of my life because – Downtown Philadelphia was crazy. It was so hectic. Like, uh, just just millions and millions and millions of people. The only catch is, is that um, you had, I had bad connection because there's just so many people there. Right. So you actually had to interact and talk with people. You could, so I was towards the end of the parade when they were coming down. And as you know, parades are really slow because, you know, you want to savor the moment. Yeah, of course. So, so, so I was towards the end of the parade. So I had to wait, like, you know, hours before they came down mm-hmm. and when they when they did it was a lot of fun and just so enjoyable but um when we're talking about uh parades getting into them is not hard getting out is the yeah. issue because i was i didn't think that far ahead i was like how am i supposed to get home <laughs> like because i i normally take the train home but the, the the line was wrapped around the building i'm like i'm gonna be here all day i'm no i'm gonna be here all night yeah if i if i just wait for that so i had to find an alternative way to get home because i i couldn't uber ubers were like 100 dollars right yeah right there i'm just like yeah so if you do get the chance to go to a parade next time because this is the bolts um what first uh stanley cup since what 2004 i believe yes 2004 and technically i don't care what anybody says they were the stanley cup champions for two years because if you remember correctly we did not have a 2005 se- uh season right, right. so and it's so- kind of weird the timing of all this happening because we didn't have a season when you know when um after the the bolts first one and now you know with all the uncertainty around the pandemic if there's going to be another spike you know what's the deal and now you know there was an original plan for the season to start first week of december now we're hearing possibly 2021 um, it's a, you know, this, this championship brand could go on for even longer than expected, which I'm totally fine with, obviously, you know, under the certain cir- circumstances, you know, it, it's, it is a little bittersweet, but, uh, yeah, I wish I could have been able to go down if it was normal circumstances, I would have definitely been down there in a heartbeat. Um, and at least they did something, uh, they, when they went back yesterday, they kind of, cause they ended up ending the whole uh, celebration at Raymond James Stadium, home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But they made a stop at the Amalia Arena before that. And uh, because they're basically, I want to say, 15, 10, 15 minutes away from each other. So, and they had a little bit of a cup. Uh, each player took a chance, uh, took a turn, going onto the ice and with skates on, raising the cup in front of the fans on the ice. So, they, you know, obviously it was limited capacity, but – for them to be able to do that, that was still very special to these players. Because I know as much as um, 
they were happy about winning the cup, being able to do it and, you know, raise it up, raise it up in front of their home fans. Uh, that was really something that was definitely extra special for them. Now, um, obviously, yeah, I definitely want to go to a, to a, a celebration parade at one point, you know, I do live in New York. So I had had the, I've had had the pleasure of being around for a couple of championships, most notably uh, the, the two giant Super Bowls. And unfortunately uh, I was in high school at the time and there was no way, no way my parents were going to be able to let me to go to those. Uh, it, my, it, my, parents let, my parents let me go when I was a senior in high school. They were just like, you know, be safe and be, and you know, be careful. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where my dad, uh, he, we're a big Met, we're a big Met fan family. So he, I believe he was at both the parades, 69 and 86. So 86, obviously being a little bit crazier than, than, you know, 69 from back in the day. But at the same time, I was also a freshman in high school the first time they won. And then, yeah. So then my senior, my freshman year of college, they won the second time. And I was, I was, there was no way I was going to be able to go to New York and be able to come back. I was, I was going to school out of state, but uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, my Mets, I'm not holding my breath just yet with Steve Cohen just buying the team. But, uh, and that kind of brings me to my next um, interesting topic. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. All right, everybody. How much does this relate to you? You just need some sort of energy boost. You just need to break through that wall. You need something great, delicious, but at the same time, very healthy. So that way you can go about your day and still look great. Well, I have the thing for you. You've heard about Built Bar. Well, they now have Built Go, but what is Built Go, you might ask? Well, break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. Easy to take in at 1.5 ounce packages. Put in a briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to go through the day, or consume it when you just need some energy to watch the New Jersey Devils play. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint. This stuff is great. I've already had a few, and I'm already bouncing off the walls. I have so much energy right now. Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy to the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Now I'm going to give you an offer that you can't refuse. Visit Bilko.com and use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order use the promo code locked for 30 percent off at billco.com there we go i repeat it so now you have no excuse let's go baby so yeah um now the whole question now and, and maybe i'm a little bit jumping the gun on this front because you know we want to sell we still want to enjoy the moment while it's lasting with this whole uh cup win but i'm already thinking about what are the chances of us repeating? And that's not something that we've seen very often in the NHL. You know, the Penguins have done it. Honestly, I don't think there's a much... They, they do have a chance of at least flirting with the possibility of a repeat. I'm saying maybe an Eastern Conference Finals appearance. I'm not sure how likely, especially, I mean, you know, injuries. Uh, we can't even see that far in the future, so we don't know. Plus, with this flat cap, um, and some of the tough decisions this team is going to have to make in the offseason. I don't know how likely, um, you know, another repeat may be, like, because we can't even predict what the team's going to look like. Um, where do you think my Lightning are going to maybe finish? Do you think maybe they'll finish maybe 
barely sneak in, maybe top of the pack like they did this year, maybe get to the Eastern Conference. Where, where are you picking right now is this uh, – we, we're talking about this two, three days later. Okay. Um, I hate to break it to you, but in a sport like hockey, and all, <laughs> this doesn't just apply to hockey, this also applies to football and baseball as well, mm-hmm. it is extremely rare that you see a team repeat. The only chance uh, of a team repeating realistically in, in a sport is basketball because there's just less players and, you know, uh, less factors going into it. Whereas, you know, uh, I picked the uh, Philadelphia uh, Flyers and the Vegas Golden Knights to to face each other in a Stanley Cup. Neither of them made it that far. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it goes – and also – if I recall correctly, didn't the uh, Bruins have the uh, top of the record and they were projected to beat you guys, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was one of those situations as well. Um, I don't know what you made your pick at the beginning of the playoffs, right? This wasn't like preseason predictions. Right, right. Um, at the beginning of the playoffs. Um, so we, I don't think anyone expected Boston to really finish where they did in round robin. And granted, I mean, the, the seedings really didn't make that much of a difference. Uh, one through four, but at the same time, I mean, Boston is just the kind of team that feeds off momentum. So they, I think their chances, they would have been a totally different team. I believe if we maybe started the playoffs in April, as opposed to July. So that was maybe one of those reasons, but yeah, I think if, uh, you know, if I had no horse in this race, I probably would have picked Boston and Vegas, you know, especially with Robin Leonard and even Mark Andre Fleury, whoever's in net for Vegas. Um, you know, those aren't bad picks, but yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't think anyone except maybe Islander fans picked the Islanders to make it that far either. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And, um, you know, um, here's my next question. So obviously this wasn't a normal, um, this wasn't sort of like a normal season in any sport. So mm-hmm. like we go over to the MLB, they only, they only played 60 games. They didn't even play half of what they would normally play in a regular season. Mm-hmm. You look, you look at uh, the NBA and the bubble, we're, we're seeing so many upsets. We're seeing so many teams just like, just surprising everyone. In fact, people are saying that it, it, whoever wins a championship this year for a sports team, there should be an asterisk uh, next to their, uh, next to their title. Like, you know, the little star thing, yes. like, you know, 2020 yes. champions, but, Uh, They want it due to the COVID craziness. So um, my question for you is, is that do you think it, let's just pretend, I know this is, I know this is going to be very difficult. (laughs) If the light, if the NHL, the NBA, the MLB, all sports did not shut down due to COVID and just continue to play as it normally was, do the lightning legit have a chance to still win the Stanley cup or was there something you were like, okay, COVID really helped us because this team was slower. They weren't really prepared. This bubble is driving them crazy. They don't want to be here. They just want to go home. Like, you know, do you think it's, um, do, do you count this as a championship? Well, first of all, of course I, yeah, I mean, yes, yes, a cup yes, is yes. a cup is a cup. Um, that, but, <laughs> but to answer your question, um, do you know, did they have a chance if we, we were under normal circumstances? Of course. I mean, they, they were still one of the top teams, regardless of, you know, some of the personnel that they were missing uh, right before the pause. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the, 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 the pause wasn't probably the best thing to happen for them at that point in the game. Um, if you remember correctly, right before, um, I believe it was March 12th is when the NHL uh, shut down operations or 13th, one of those days. Um, 
Steven Stamkos was already out, and he was projected to miss time up until possibly the Eastern Conference Finals. And that was very – that was, you know, wishful thinking at that point. He had a torn um, abd- abdomen at that point. And, uh, you know, the team was looking dragged out. Uh, they were playing, you know, not exactly stellar hockey at that point, but they were – they were starting to turn it around, and uh, Victor Hedman also went down as well, and there was a lot of question marks surrounding him uh, as to when his time was coming back. So you're really looking at that at that point, uh, if this team continued to play, you're looking at a team without Steven Stamkos and Victor Hedman where you're really your two top players. You're, you have Nikita Kucherov, who is somewhat in a funk. He's a little banged up at this point as well. And then Braden Point is still kind of working his way back into 100% uh, just because of that double hip surgery. So he's still not up to what we saw in this past, past playoffs. And so I think part of it also was that this team was still learning how to play with each other. Uh, they had those three key additions that um, helped them immensely throughout this whole run. And I firmly believe if, if the Lightning don't make the moves for Blake Coleman Zach Bogosian and and Barkley Goodrow. I don't think they win the cup because these three guys were really, really, you know, uh, we spoke about it the last time we talked. They don't really put up the numbers, but everything they do in between uh, was the X factor. So, um, you know, it, it was, it was, if, if I had to say, be realistic, yeah, I think that they had a chance, but I don't think they win the cup if we continue to play out the season at that point. Yeah, and I thought, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, I thought you guys would be finished after that uh, Blue Jacket series because I need to remind you, Game 1 went into five overtime. Yes. That's, I was like, okay, there's no way they could keep that type of stamina up. Like, I'm just getting tired, and I'm not even uh, playing. I'm watching the game. I'm drinking coffee after coffee after mm-hmm. coffee, and it's just like um, – I, I don't think whoever comes out of that series, whether it be the Lightning or the Blue Jackets, I, I, I just don't see them maintaining that same momentum because it's just like, okay, if they make it out of this round, they're, they're going to be depleted because uh, game five also went into an OT in, in which you guys uh, came out victorious and uh, that was the clincher. And so, um, you know, I, I was like, there's no way they can, there's no way they can survive that energy. But um, I'd say, since you got, I, I'd say you guys weren't a huge upset, like because you know it was like uh, you you were second uh, to the Boston Bruins in your division, um, and you know, yeah, I, I, I honestly think you you guys would still have a shot. I just wanted to hear your opinion. I I believe the only uh, the only league that should put that uh, asterisk next next to their uh, mm-hmm. championship is any team who wins the MLB uh, World Series because yeah. you only played you, – because there are so many teams in that playoffs that don't deserve to be there. Yeah, like absolutely. Miami Marlins Miami Marlin shouldn't be there. The San Diego Padres shouldn't be there. Right. Because you didn't even play half the games. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're you're in the playoffs. And, and you know, I, I just feel as though that's the only league. I just wanted to hear your opinion because it's just – it's an interesting thought. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I – and I'll go a little step further with what you said with that 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 Blue Jackets series. I I firmly believe if they, I don't think at where the team was up until, you know March, if they continue the season, they run into the Blue Jackets. I think, um, they don't have the time to really, you know, get their heads on straight and really recuperate and all that. 
I don't see that game going five OTs. I see possibly maybe one overtime and then just the you know the Lightning could lose that series. They could very have easily started out that series uh, under, under normal circumstances down to O. Um, just because I'm not going to sit here and, and lie to you or any of the listeners and say that, you know, as well as the Lightning did play, when they scored or, you know, the, the ice really started to tilt in their favor, Columbus came right back and punched them right in the face. And normal under normal circumstances, uh, the Lightning would just fall over and not get up. Well, I think that, you know, that last series against Boston really helped them to really – you know, see what kind of brand of hockey they needed to play to win games like that. Um, but I think that the pause, like I said, was something that really got them into the mental state they needed to do to make a long, long cup run and eventually win this whole thing. Now, what do you think? Um, now, we'll we'll just since we're kind of talking about predictions, obviously, I think we're at an agreement that the likelihood of the lightning repeating is probably slim to none um, at this point, which is fine. You know, I'm not expecting us, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like heat LeBron and say, we're not going to win one, not two, not three. You know, I'm not going to sit here and do that. I'm not going to be one of those light. I'm not going to be one of those lightning fans, but um, what, where do you expect your devils to really finish next season? Are you thinking maybe a little bit more improvement? Are you thinking bottom of the cellar? At this point, I'm just waiting for the uh, Seattle Kraken expansion draft so they can either take uh, Subban or Zajac or both if they can. That's what I'm waiting for. And I'm also waiting for them to hopefully uh, Jamie Drysdale falls to number seven. I I think they really need a defensiveman because uh, I feel like we have a lot to uh, offer on the offensive side of things to develop our young guys. And I feel like uh, with Mark Reckie as the assistant coach, I feel as though that's that's possible for them to develop. So, you know, we have Hughes, we have uh, Heizer, we have uh, uh, Nikita Gusev. Uh, yeah. We have your guy, Foot that we got in that Blake Coleman deal. Yeah. So so it's like I feel like we have a lot of young guys to, um, to develop on the offensive side. But if we go over to the defensive side, uh, you know, we have Subban, Severson, Mueller. Um, you know, those guys, they're, they're, they're good players, but I don't think they're going to be sticking around for our – a uh, few year rebuild. Honestly, I think those guys want to get out and try to go to a, uh, a a contending team or a better organization. Or, like I said, I think the the Kraken will, uh, you know, take Subban or uh, Zajac uh, our center. So, you know, I believe I believe that that can happen. So, um, what I'm looking for the Devils is just um, uh, let's let's draft better. Um, also, let's not try to make any big trades to uh, just rush this rebuild because we, we've tried that with Subban, and now you're stuck with his contract. The thing with uh, Subban is that he didn't play bad per se, but it's just with his contract, you're not living up to the expectations that you should be. And also, I heard that he and Taylor Hall got into it a little bit because really? uh, because uh, Taylor Hall claims that PK was focused more on his uh, – social image like his social mm-hmm. media image because uh, uh suban is a marketing machine and yeah. you know there's nothing wrong with that more power to him because in a sport that's predominantly white he's one of the few black uh players and he's not just a nobody he's a well-known household name you know he's a norris uh trophy winner uh, you know he's competed in all-star games and in you know more power to him but the thing is you know if, if you are a marketing thing you got to back it up 
you you have to back it up and you have to play your your A game. Now, I'm not expecting for um, him to go back to his Montreal days. I'm not expecting him to go back to his uh, Predators days when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm expecting him just to give us a little something, give us a little hope, like make us want to hold on to you. Because at this point, I'm just saying, go away. Then, mm-hmm. You know that then that's me being honest. So, uh, in terms for the Devils, uh, what we need to do this offseason is we need to uh, get younger guys. Uh, we we already went the step in the right direction with uh, signing Riley Walsh out of uh, Harvard. I've said this on my show many times. I'm a big fan of that signing because uh, who was his teammate at Harvard? It was Adam Fox. Adam Fox plays with the Rangers and. Uh, John Chick can back me up for this. John Chick hosts uh, Lockdown Rangers. He can back me up and he can vouch for me. Adam Fox is carrying that sorry defensive unit for uh, the the Rangers. And who is in charge of the Rangers' defensive scheme? Lindy Ruff. And who does Lindy Ruff uh, head coach now? Us, the New Jersey Devils. So I feel as though if Riley Walsh uh, makes it to the show quick enough, I feel like he could become what Adam Fox was, which was a great scoring defenseman. Now, I need more defensemen to develop, so I'm looking for Jamie Drysdale. You know, some guys were saying, why not Sanderson? I just feel like, well, we have multiple picks in this year's draft. One of those picks is, uh, I believe, number 18. So, and Sanderson is projected to go from, like, anywhere from, like, top uh, 10 to mid, uh, you know, mid of the pack. So, like, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, I will roll the dice. If Sanderson is available, I'll roll the dice, and maybe we can get both of them. I don't know. it's It's a hot take. It's a great hot take but well I feel yeah like- i i mean that's been the conversation i spoke about this on locked on nhl with my co-host chris masilli i mean we said you know one of my favorite players in this entire draft is jamie drysdale um i think i you know and and this will probably be some good news to you especially is i i see a lot of charlie mcavoy in him a lot of cal mccarr a, a lot of drew dowdy a lot of early pk suban early on in his career um, he's, he's a little undersized. He's 5'11", 175. The weight is not going to be a big deal. He'll, he'll, he'll grow. He's only 18. Uh, he's going to get a little taller, maybe an inch or two. But, uh, the, the one thing I see, I keep seeing on and on, and I've seen with, with highlights, I've read articles and all that. And the one thing that really sticks out to me is his, his, he's so developed as a two-way defenseman. And that's something you don't really see in these young defensemen. Um, his ability to really really see the play before it really happens to really read his teammates and to his puck handling skills coupled with that. Uh, you know, cause he's one of those guys, he has very good offensive skills, but he's sort of a pass first player to where that could potentially open up, you know, the, the ice for him to, to score more goals, which is obviously the, what the devils need. I mean, but that's not, that's not going to have him sacrifice his, his game on the, on the, on the back check. I mean, he's an incredible defensive player. So, uh, you know, I, and the same goes for Sanderson. He has a little bit of more size to him, a little more meat on his body, but, uh, I'm really, I'm really crazy about Jamie Drysdale. I, I hope, you know, with a lot of, you know, and, and I'm going to throw in my little pick right here with the lightning, but you know, the lightning don't have a first round draft pick. Obviously they're gonna have to make some tough trades, but, uh, oh, thank you. Thank you for the first round draft pick. I believe that we have one of your picks. Yes, you I do. Think. Yes, you do. And you know, I, I, you know what, it's totally fine at this point. If, if the lightning did not win the cup, maybe we'd have a very, I would have probably a little bit of a different response to that. But um, yeah, I, I think the devils are, you know, and I spoke about this as well on my show uh, that you're not, you know, as much as I would love to see a lot of trades this year, and especially with the Senators have a ton of first-round draft picks, 
Um, and that's maybe a p- possible um, trade, you know, that maybe the Devils could get, maybe trade away. So I wouldn't expect PK, but maybe somebody else. It's a way they could get maybe that, that late first round or maybe second round draft pick. So at least maybe they have more picks because this is this, this, this draft is so stocked where I, I think that the first two rounds, I'm, I'm going to, this is kind of like my little hot take here as well. I don't think there's no, there's really, unless you're really going out of your way to really make a stupid pick um, and you're going well out of your, you know, your, your needs. I really think that the first two rounds of this draft, there's no such thing as a bad pick. Um, you know, I, I, one of the guys other, and I, this is my little hot take as well is I, I think the case could be made for Quinton Byfield depending on you know where you like out of you know your your top player the case could be made for him to possibly be taken first over Lefrenier and I know maybe that may raise some eyebrows but I mean Lefrenier has great great hockey IQ and that's really what sets him apart from these guys but Quinton Byfield is just a stone cold scorer Uh, and and it's really impressive especially for a guy his size who really he should be a defenseman uh, you know, he's 6'4", 215. Um, so, you know, obviously, I, Lefrenier is going to go to the, the Rangers. And unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there because we are well over time. But trust me, this conversation is not over with Adam Danker. He has left me with a great question, which is, is it possible that Quentin Banks goes over Lafreniere? And honestly, when I post this episode tomorrow, part two is what I'm referring to, it'll be draft day. So it'll be very interesting for you guys to listen before the day of the draft because we'll just have to wait and see. Well, you would have to wait and see for about a few hours and then you'll see the answer to that question. So anyway, thanks for listening and thanks for tuning in as always. Uh, find me on Twitter, Trey Matt 4 T-R-E-Y-M-A-T-T, and the number 4. And you can find Locked On Devils Podcast wherever you get your podcast from, from Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. There we go. I just said it again. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will see you in the next episode.